All right, let's see what's in our giant box of seeds from Survival Essentials. Survival-Essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 40%. I got all these seeds right here for 90 bucks. Check this out, let's see. We've got watermelon. Oh my God, there's so many different seeds in here. Tomato. So this is 25 types, varieties, A-pack. I think everything is in here. Yep, then their B-pack. Another huge one, yep, the C-pack. Yarrow, this one has all kinds of traditional herbs. Let's see what else we got. Yep, the D-pack, again. Tons of seeds in here. Woo, B. What's this? Rare tomato assortment. That's awesome. The Y pack. Sweet corn. Green beans. Oh my God, there's so many. And there's still more. $90 for all these seeds at survival-essentials.com with promo code DEFIANT. 90 bucks. Look at that. And this huge, awesome, waterproof, like, ammo case to store them in. Survival-Essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 40%. $90 for all these seeds. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, are pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. 
No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. Listen to the same damn message that they give Tell me how to feel, tell me what's wrong I tried to call, pick up the phone I'm on my own, everybody says you coming back to man Why the hell's it taking so long? Why do I hurt? Why is there pain? Why does everything good always have to change? Why does everybody try to profit off another man's work Then destroy it just for monetary gain? Tell me are you black or are you white? I don't even really care, I just really want to know what's right They've been saying one thing, but I've been looking in the book And it seems like they've been lying for my whole damn life Tell me where I'm going is it heaven to hell? I just hope this message greets you well. Had a dream that I was walking with the devil. Don't remember how it feels, but I swear that I remember the smell. Looked me right into my eye and told me everything I wanted could be mine if I gave up and decided to sell. But I said I'd rather die than get mine. Now I'm here. No fear, one man with a story to tell. Dear God, where were you when I needed it? When I fucked up and repeated it. When they set the bar and I exceeded it. My life is like a book that they've been judging by a cover, but I've never took the time to fucking read the shit. I remember telling you my goals and my dreams, but you didn't even answer, so I guess you didn't believe in it. I remember sitting with a gun to my head trying to ask you for some. I don't want religion, I need 
that spirituality. I don't want a church, I need people to call a family. I don't want to tell my sins to another sinner just because he's got a robe and he went to some academy. I don't want to read it in the book, I want to hear it from you. Don't want to learn it in my school because they're hiding the truth. Don't want to talk about it to another fucking human being, and that's the only reason that I even step in this booth, dear God. How do I take this darkness and turn it into light? How do I believe in the concept where I speak to a man I've never seen with my own two eyes? How do I know that religion wasn't made just to separate the world and create a whole disguise just to keep us in these chains while the rich get richer and the poor pray to you and perpetuate a lie? How do I know this ain't some big joke? How can I have faith when there is no hope? How the hell does one man have a hundred billion dollars and we still have people on the street that are broke? There's a lot of things I want to talk about and get off my chest. I can't sleep because the devil won't let me rest. I used to know a fucking pastor in a church and I can still hear the screams of the kids he will fucking molest. Dear God! to fear you but you ain't said shit so maybe it's you who actually fears me i don't know the answer i just want to see it clearly so many lies and a thousand different theories all i want to know is who really made religion because i know it wasn't you but don't nobody believe me no more lies no more death bring back king bring back x please dear god let their soul rest protect who's left and watch their steps dear god i don't want to have to ask you again i just hope that you know that i'm still a believer so i'll end this all by saying amen Good morning. How's everyone doing this morning? Happy Tuesday. I hope y'all are staying warm. It's uh, getting cold out there. Getting very cold out there. At least here it's starting to. I know in a lot of other places it's already been freezing. We're getting it last. It's okay. Normally everything comes to the East Coast first. Happy to have this come last gives us more time to prepare. I got to uh, wrap up all my plants yesterday. Pillowcases come in really handy when you're overwintering, pe overwintering peppers. Oh, Wix. Roscoe just tried to attack her three times. Her rooster. I'm sure you can hear my roosters in the background. Give him a good swift, swift kick, Wix, and that'll, uh, that'll stop. Yep. Yeah got to be the alpha. That's what I tell Liam all the time when he's, because uh, Seamus is taken to growling at him because he's trying to determine who is the alpha. Uh, there is no co-host here, Peacekeeper, on the good morning, on the good book every morning. It's just me talking about God and reading the Bible. And then uh, Liana comes up after me. And then tonight, uh, my husband Mick will join me in for the Patriot Party podcast. For now, you just got me. So we are preparing. We are preparing for everything. We're preparing for this freeze that's coming our way. My new uh, effort at organization has starting to pay off. Um, and uh, so we're getting there slowly but surely. My kitchen's still clean. That's good. Peace. Uh, Jason, my favorite verse is something new from Uriel on 11.3. Remember, 11.3 sets the marker for future direction. 
When the day comes, do not run. Do not panic. Set your feet as a stone, my child, for those who scurry shall surely be consumed. We're waiting for that day. It's coming here soon. Super foggy here today too, Michelle. Um, Lindsay proposed last night, uh, maybe God is freezing us out before he brings the fire. It's possible. Remember that the things that we attribute to God are often done by man. And the things that are blamed on man are often done by God. We do live in an upside down clown world right now. It's, uh, it's getting pretty wild and crazy out there. But you've got to stand on your rock of faith. Don't move. Don't falter. Don't let it crumble. So, that being said, my answers to my five questions for the day. I don't even know what day this is. Day, uh, Saturday was day two, Sunday. Oh, I guess this is day four. Okay. Who am I? I'm a child of God. And a leader in his army. What am I? I'm a mother. I'm a counselor. I'm a servant of God. Where am I? I am firmly on my rock of faith. Unwavering. It's about the only time I have good balance. How am I? I am blessed by God. I'm in grace. Why am I? I exist to serve God. I am here because I chose to be here before this time in this place for a purpose. And I'm starting to find out what that purpose is. So ask yourself those five questions. Who are you? What are you? Where are you? How are you? And why are you? For seven days. See what the answers come up as. How they change. How you perfect them. For a week. Yeah, Jason. God is bringing us back. Well, not quite to the days of Jesus, more like to the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodoma and Gomorrah. And he will unleash his wrath on this wicked generation. And we will all know God. Everybody. Whether you believe in him or not, you won't have a choice. The veil will part and you will see. And soon we will take nothing for granted because our entire existence will be about survival. 
and many will fail. Most won't survive. But if you stand firmly on your rock of faith, if you put God first in your life, then it doesn't matter if your body survives. Because your soul will survive. There is no end. Just got to keep moving forward. Don't look to the right or to the left. Set your feet on your path and move forward. I hope you all have been praying for Wes. He goes under the knife in two hours, give or take. And he may not survive. Or his body may not. That'd be lucid. Not lucid leopard, lucid 0517. It was a baseball-sized tumor in his brain. And they are going to try and cut it out. But he is a servant of God, a child of God. He is in God's good grace. So if his body doesn't survive today, then his soul will, and we will see him again. Take nothing for granted. Not food, not water, not life. Take nothing for granted. Because you never know when it'll be gone. So, um, continuing in the messages from Brother Matt. This one's from November 5th. If you've been with me on the good book since the beginning, you've seen this before, but it's worth listening to again. We are just going down the line in order. So now we are getting to ones that we've heard before, but trust me, they're just as good the second time around. Or don't trust me, listen for yourself. Hello, brothers and sisters. It's Brother Matt back with you again with another message from the Lord. The message that I'm going to read to you today was given on November 5th, 2023. Um, I know that I've been silent really the last week and haven't really put very much out um, since I finished the Easter to Pentecost series. Uh, if you're new to this channel, I do encourage you to check out the other videos that I've posted uh, so you can see the sorts of things the Lord has been giving me to share. Uh, what I do here is I just read to you what he's given to me exactly as he gave it to me. The message I'm going to read today has not only a message, but also um, some kind of vision elements towards the end that I will share when I get to them. And I, I think if you've listened to my other videos, you'll notice maybe some consistent themes. Typically, you know, the themes are pretty consistent from message to message. Uh, as always, I'm grateful for all of you, for those of you that have subscribed and who like these videos, who comment on these videos. I encourage you, if you have prayer requests, please put them in the comments. This is a time where we should definitely be praying for each other, praying for others, praying for those who are uh, our, our pastors and 
people serving the Lord as as missionaries overseas. I mean, and for each other, brothers and sisters, we're we're in the midst of a war, and the enemy is. Um, I mean, certainly there is real war going on in the world, but there is also a spiritual war, and um, that war continues to rage, and um, and so we need to keep our defenses up, and we need to pray for each other. And as I've, I've said over the last several videos, um, you know, we need to bring things to light, things in our lives. Um, we, we've got to bring them to the light uh, of, and to the Lord's light so that he can cleanse, so that he can forgive and renew and, um, and so that we can be right with him. Um, the enemy wants us in the darkness because in the darkness we're separated, we're divided. And um, the Lord wants us to be reconciled to each other and to him. And uh, so anyway, so I just say that as an encouragement to you. Don't linger in the darkness. Find somebody that you can talk to and um, reach out, bring things to light. Okay. Having said all that, uh, here is the message for today for November 5th, 2023. This is what it says. I, the Lord, creator and maker of heaven and earth, author, he who was and who is and who is to come, sustainer of all things, he who holds the universe in his hands, the cornerstone, the foundation that does not move, that is not shaken, the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, the captain of a mighty company, Lord of hosts, Emmanuel, he who is God with us, the shield, the banner. He who is the sharp two-edged sword. I am the Lord, the mighty one of Israel, the perfecter of your faith. He who has cleansed you of your sin. He who has shed his blood for you, the lamb upon the throne. The only one who is worthy to open the scroll. I, the Lord. I will speak, therefore listen to me, all you servants of the Lord. Heed my voice, obey my command. I have spoken as of old, and I will not now be silent. Declare it to my people, to those who have ears to hear and eyes to see, for the day is coming soon. The appointed day. A day unlike any other day, a day of judgment, a day of wrath, a day of great desolation upon the earth, for the earth will be changed. I will shake the very foundations. But to him who trusts in me, to him who has the Lord as his foundation, he shall not be shaken. Though the earth itself is moved, my people shall not be moved, for I hold them in my hand. I will lose none that belong to me. Therefore, do not fear, O children of the Lord. Only trust in me and rely on my word. Stand firm on your foundation, and you will not be moved. Make ready yourselves for my coming day. Set your watch and look for me. Look for the sign of my coming. The secret things belong to the Lord. 
my own counsel shall I keep. But mysteries of old are soon revealed to you. The books that were sealed shall be unsealed. The scroll shall be opened. Even now the seals are broken and words are declared. Listen, heed the voice of the Lord. I have not hidden myself from you. Trust in me and in my word, O servant of the Lord. Rely on my counsel, for my counsel is true. Declare only what I give to you, for it shall be a testimony to them and a testimony for many ears. For the watchman must declare when he sees the sword coming. Therefore, O watchman, declare what you have seen, what you have heard, and do not be silent. Fear not the mockers, the scoffers, the wagging tongues of men. Cast your anxieties and your burdens upon me and receive my rest. Take only my yoke upon you and bear not the yoke of another. So this is when the vision part began. And um, I saw an ocean and it was like I was standing on a beach and I could see the waters moving and uh, many waters. And so the waves were just moving normally and just kind of moving across the sea. And then I saw um, a man and at first I recognized him, but I wasn't sure who it was. And then I realized that it was um, Zelensky, the Ukrainian leader. And he was in a room watching something uh, like with great interest. And I just got the sense that he was in like a war room making a decision about something. And then um, somehow it just, I started to have uh, the Baltic Sea in mind. And then um, a submarine. And then just the phrase, things that lie in secret, kind of was all here. So this is all just part of the vision, you know, thing. Um, and then I saw the little man again, which, you know, the little man has showed up in um, several of these messages. Um, the first time I saw him, I referred to him as the tiny king. But the last couple of times I've just seen him sort of as this little man. Um, you know, he, he always kind of looks the same. He's sort of a hideous looking man. And I kind of have a sense of who he represents. Um, but uh, so I saw the little man again and he was sitting on a little throne and he was sitting on the beach in front of this sea that I was seeing. And the, the sand on the beach was white, um, but it was cold wherever it was. It, it was the sense that it was cold and the water was black, black water. And then uh, something sort of came to mind about something that torments, something that stings. Um, you know, what is it that, that torments and stings but doesn't kill uh, completely? And this sort of reminds me of, um, the, you know, this is the locusts in, in Revelation, which there, there was a vision at one point uh, before in September where 
it was the locusts. Um, so I was sort of having these thoughts sort of go in my head and I heard the word wormwood sort of in my mind. And then the Lord spoke again. And this is what the Lord said. Look not for peace, for I have removed peace. I did not come to bring peace, but the sword. Now is the time of judgment on the earth. No peace in the nations. Peace for those who belong to me. Peace in your hearts, though you know the day is near. There is no fear for those who make me their trust, though you see the day approaching. But peace has been taken from the earth, and judgment is appointed. The restrainer shall be removed. Uh, and so, again, just as it concluded, that was the last line that the Lord gave me, the restrainer shall be removed. But then I just sort of had an image of a horse being restrained by the reins, you know, the reins kind of pulling the horse back and then suddenly letting that restraint loose, letting the reins loose, and then the horse just galloping at full speed, um, nothing holding it back. And um, I just had the sense that as the restrainer is removed, when the restrainer is removed, obviously this is referring to Thessalonians, um, you know, a lot of things are going to break loose. Many people will not be able to bear what is coming. That was another sense that I had in the, this vision thing and um, persist through many trials. So that is uh, the message and, and the vision that the Lord gave me on November 5th. Brothers and sisters, I pray for you. Please continue to pray also for me. Um, we endure through many trials. Uh, this weekend, my, my wife and I were able to get out of town for a couple of days. And just amazingly, as soon as we kind of left town and left our routine, we just sort of felt um, the pressure and the the sort of spiritual struggle that we've been under just lifted for, for a time, you know, lifted for a couple of days. And, and we were really able to enjoy the comfort of um, being with some new friends and uh, having that just a reprieve. But now we're back home and, you know, the war continues, the battle continues. So be strong, stand firm, trust in the Lord and uh, lean not on your own understanding. Be encouraged, brothers and sisters. I'll be back with another message soon. The Lord spoke to me again uh, the morning of November 6th, so I'll be posting that pretty soon as well. God bless. Take care. Thank you, Brother Matt. I didn't remember exactly which message that was. Just somebody heard it before. But it was the same message that I just gave y'all. You think the beaches are cold right now? Yeah, very cold. So before we get started, let's pray. Dear God, thank you for giving us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to prepare for your return. Thank you for giving us eyes to see 
your signs, ears to hear your words, and the discernment to be able to sift those little nuggets of truth from the lies that are encompassing our world. Thank you for giving us the courage to speak your truth, to speak about you, to try and bring those friends and family that we love so dearly with us on our path back to you. Dear God, we ask that you please soften their hearts so that they can hear your words, feel your light and your grace as we do. Thank you for our animals who show us what it is to live for you alone. My ducks spent 36 hours in the pond. They came home last night. They were back in the pond this morning, those brave little creatures. Thank you for our children, for all the children whose innocence and curiosity remind us every day what it is we're fighting for why we're trying to save the world. Thank you for my husband, my rock. Dear God, we ask that you please heal the sick. especially our friend Wes, who's having surgery today. He has a purpose here. He is one of your chosen children. Give him the strength and the grace to fight, to keep his body alive so that he can fight for you here until you return. We need him. Thank you for life, God. Every single day. Thank you for life. We know there is no end. But we do love this life that you've given us, even as crazy as it is this beautiful world that we have to inhabit. Thank you, God, for life. So, yesterday, we finished the second book of Kings. Now we're getting into First Chronicles. This is a rough one. <clears throat> I'm telling you that now. So bear with me, y'all. I need some more coffee for this. Uh -huh. Last sip. Yikes. All right. The first book of the Chronicles. Adam, Sheth, Enosh, Kenan, Mahalaleel, Jared, 
Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The sons of Japheth, Gomer and Magog, and Madai and Javan and Tubal and Meshech and Tiras and the sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz and Ripath and Torgmah and the sons of Javan, Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Dodanim, the sons of Ham, Cush, and Mizram, Put, and Canaan, the sons of Cush, Seba, and Havilah, and Sabta, and Rama, and Sabteca, and the sons of Rama, Sheba, and Dedan, and Cush begat Nimrod, he began to be mighty upon the earth, and Mizram begat Ludim, and Anamim, and Lahabim, and Naphtahim, and Pathrusim, and Kalahim, of whom came the Philistines, and Capthurim. And Canaan begat Zidon, his firstborn, and Heth, the Jebusite also, and the Amorite, and the Girgashite, and the Hivite, and the Archite, and the Sinite, and the Ar Arvidite, and the Zamorite, and the Hamathite, the sons of Shem, Elam, and Asher, and Arphaxed, and Lud, and Aram, and Uz, and Hul, and Gether, and Meshech, and Arphaxed beget Shelah, and Shelah beget Eber, and unto Eber were born two sons. The name of one was Peleg, because in his days the earth was divided, and his brother's name was Joktan, and Joktan begat Almadad, and Shelah, and Hazarmaveth, and Zerah, Hadoram also, and Uzal, and Dikla, and Ebal, and Abimel, and Sheba, and Ophir, and Havilah, and Jobab. And these were the sons of Joktan, Shem, Arphaxadad, Shelah, Eber, Peleg, Rug, Serug, Nahor, Terah, Abram, the same as Abraham, the sons of Abraham, Isaac and Ishmael. These are their generations. The firstborn of Ishmael, Nebaioth, then Kedar, and Adbeel, and Mibsam, Mishma, and Duma, Massa, Hadad, and Tima, Jator, Nafish, and Kedima. These are the sons of Ishmael. Now the sons of Keturah, Abraham's concubine, Sheber, Zimran, and Jokshan, and Medan, and Midian, and Ishbak, and Shua, and the sons of Jokshan, Sheba, and Dedan, and the sons of Midian, Epha, and Epher, and Henoch, and Abida, and Elda. All these are the sons of Keturah, and Abraham begat Isaac. The sons of Isaac, Esau and Israel, the sons of Esau, Eliphaz, Reuel, and Jeush, and Jalam, and Korah, the sons of Eliphaz, Timon, and Omar, Zephi, and Gitam, Kenaz, and Timnah, and Amalek, the sons of Reuel, Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mitzah, and the sons of Seir, Lotan, and Shobal, and Zibion, and Anna, and Dinash, and Ezar, and Dishon. 
and the sons of Lotan, Hori and Homam, and Timna was Lotan's sister. The sons of Shobal, Alian and Manahath, and Ebal, Shephi and Onam, and the sons of Zibion, Aya and Anna, and the sons of Anna, Dishan, and the sons of Dishan, Amran and Eshban, and Ithran and Sharon, the sons of Ezer, Bilhan and Zavan and Jakan, the sons of Dishan, Uz and Aran. Now these are the kings that reigned in the land of Edom before any king reigned over the children of Israel. Bela, the son of Beor, and the name of his city was Dinhaba. And when Bela was dead, Jobab, the son of Zerah of Basra, reigned in his stead. And when Jobab was dead, Husham of the land of the Timonites reigned in his stead. And when Husham was dead, Hadad, the son of Bidad, which smote Midian in the field of Moab, reigned in his stead, and the name of his city was Avith. And when Hadad was dead, Samla of Masrakah reigned in his stead. And when Samla was dead, Sheol of Rehoboth by the river reigned in his stead. And when Sheol was dead, Baal Hanan, the son of Akbar, Akbor, reigned in his stead. And when Baal Hanan was dead, Hadad reigned in his stead. And the name of his city was Pi. And his wife's name was Mehetabel, the daughter of Matrid, the daughter of Mezahabab. Mezahab. Hadad died also. And the dukes of Edom were Duke Timna, Duke Eliah, Duke Jeteth, Duke Aholibama, Duke Elah, Duke Pinon, Duke Kenaz, Duke Teman, Duke Mitzba- Mibzar, Duke Magdiel, Duke Iram. These are the dukes of Edom. Chapter two. These are the sons of Israel, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah. Ishakar and Zebulun, Dan, Joseph, and Benjamin, Naphtali, God, and Gad, and Asher. The sons of Judah, Er, and Onan, and Shelah, which three were born unto him of the daughter of Shua, the Canaanitess. And Er, the firstborn of Judah, was evil in the sight of the Lord. He slew him. And Tamar, his daughter in law, bare him Perez and Jerah, all the sons of Judah were five, the sons of Perez, Hezron, and Hamul, and the sons of Zerah, Zimri, and Ethan, and Hemam, and Kalkol, and Dara, five of them in all, and the sons of Carmi, Akar, the troubler of Israel, who transgressed in the thing accursed, and the sons of Ethan, Azariah, the sons also of Hezron that were born unto him, Jeremiel, and Ram, and Chalubai, and Ram begat Aminadab, and Aminadab begat Nashan, prince of the children of Judah. And Nashan begat Salma, and Salma begat Boaz, and Boaz begat Obed, and Obed begat Jesse. And Jesse begat his firstborn, Eliab, and Abinadab the second, and Shema the third, Nethaniel the fourth, Radai the fifth, Ozem the sixth, David the seventh, whose sisters were Zeruiah and Abigail, and the sons of Zeruiah, 
Abishai and Joab and Ashiel three. And Abigail beget Bear Amasa, and the father of Amasa was Jether the Ishmaelite, and Caleb the son of Hezron begat children of Azubah his wife, and of Jeriath her sons are these, Jeshur and Shobab and Arden. And when Azubah was dead, Caleb took unto him Ephrath, which bare him her, and her begat Uri, and Uri begat Bezaleel. And afterward Hezron went into the daughter of Machir, the father of Gilead, whom he married when he was threescore years old, and she bare him Segub. And Segub begat Jair, who had three and twenty cities in the land of Gilead. And he took Geshur and Aram with the towns of Jair from them, with Kenath and the towns thereof, even threescore cities. All these belonged to the sons of Machir, the father of Gilead. And after that, Hezron was dead in Kalab Ephrathah, and Abia, Hezron's wife, bare him Asher, the father of Tekoa. And the sons of Jeramiel, the firstborn of Hezron, were Ram, the firstborn, and Buna, and Oren, and Ozem, and Ahijah. Jeramiel also had another wife whose name was Atara. She was the mother of Onam. And the sons of Ram, the firstborn of Jeramiel, were Maaz, and Jamin, and Eker. And the sons of Onam were Shammai, and Jada, and the sons of Shammai, Nadab, and Abishur. And the name of the wife of Abishur was Abihel, and she bare him Aban, and Moled, and the sons of Nadab, Salid, and Apayam, but Salid died without children. And the sons of Apayam, Ishi, and the sons of Ishi, Sheshan, and the children of Sheshan, Alai, and the sons of Jada, the brother of Shammai, Jether, and Jonathan, and Jether died without children, and the sons of Jonathan, Peleth, and Zaza. These were the sons of Jeremiel. Now Sheshan had no sons but daughters, and Sheshan had a servant, an Egyptian, whose name was Jara. And Sheshan gave his daughter to Jara, his servant, to wife, and she bare him Atai. And Atai begat Nathan, and Nathan begat Zabad, and Zabad begat Ephlal, and Aflal begat Obed, and Obed begat Jehu, and Jehu begat Azrael, and Azrael begat Helez, and Helez begat Elisa, and Elisa begat Samai, Sisamai, and Sisamai begat Shalom, and Shalom begat Jachmiah, and Jachmiah begat Elishima. Now the sons of Caleb, the brother of Jeremiel, were Misha, the firstborn, which was the father of Ziph, and the sons of Mersha, the father of Hebron, and the sons of Hebron, Korah, and Tapua, and Rechem, and Shema. And Shema begat Raham, the father of Jorcorum, and Rechem begat Shammai. And the sons of Shammai was Maon, and Maon was the father of Beth Zer. And Ephoph, Caleb's concubine, bare Haran. And Mozah, and Geziz, and Haran begat Geziz. And the sons of Jadai, Regum and Jotham, and Geshem, and Pelet, and Aphaph, and Shapa, and Maka, Caleb's concubine, bare Sheber, and Turanah. She bare also Shaph, the father of Madmanah, 
Shiva, the father of Mechbanah, and the father of Gebiah, and the daughter of Caleb was Aksa. These were the sons of Caleb, the son of Hur, the firstborn of Ephratah, Shobal, the father of Kerjoth Jeriam, Salma, the father of Bethlehem, Hareph, the father of Beth Gader, and Shobal, the father of Kerjoth Jeriam, had sons. Heroe and half of the Manathites. And the families of Kerjoth Jeriam, the Ithrites, and the Puhites, and the Shumathites, and the Mishraites. Of them came the Zarathites and the Eshtalites, the sons of Salma, Bethlehem, and the Netophathites, Ataroth, the house of Joab, and half of the Manahathites, the Zorites, and the families of the scribes which dwelt at Jabez, the Terathites, and the Shimathites, and the Shukathites. These are the Kenites that came out of Hamath, the father of the house of Rechab. Yikes. All right, chapter three. Now, see, these were the sons of David, which were born unto him in Hebron, the firstborn Ammon of Aniom, the Jezreelite, the second Daniel of Abigail, the Carmelites, the third Absalom, the son of Maka, the daughter of Talmi, king of Geshur, the fourth Adonijah, the son of Haggith, the fifth Shephetah of Abital, the sixth Ithream by Egla, his wife. These six were born unto him in Hebron, and there he reigned seven years and six months, and in Jerusalem he reigned thirty and three years. And these were born unto him in Jerusalem, Shimea and Shobab, and Nathan and Solomon, four of Bathsheba, the daughter of Amiel, Ibnar also, and Elishama, and Eliph, Elit, and Noga, and Nephig, and Japhia, and Elishama, and Eliada, and Eliphalet, nine. These were all the sons of David, besides the sons of the concubines, and Tamar their sister. And Solomon's son was Rehoboam, Abiah his son, Asa his son, Jehoshaphat his son, Joram his son, Ahaziah his son, Joash his son, Amaziah his son, Azariah his son, Jotham his son, Azah his son, Hezekiah his son, Manasseh his son, Ammon his son, Josiah his son. And the sons of Josiah were the firstborn, Johanan, the second, Jehokim, and the third, Zedekiah, the fourth, Shalom. And the sons of Jehokim, Jeconiah his son, Zedekiah his son, and the sons of Jeconiah, Aser, Salathiel his son, Malcherim also, and Pedia, and Shinazar, Jechamiah, Hoshama, and Nebadiah, and the sons of Pidia were Zerubbabel and Shimea, and the sons of Zerubbabel, Meshulam, and Hananiah, and Shalomith, their sister, and Hab Habushba, and Ohel, and Barakiach, and Hazadiah. Jushab Hesed, five, and the sons of Hananiah, 
Pelatiah and Josiah, the sons of Rephia, the sons of Arnon, the sons of Obadiah, the sons of Shechaniah, and the sons of Shechaniah, Shemiah, and the sons of Shemiah, Hattush and Igiel, and Bariah, and Nariah, and Safat, six, and the sons of Nariah, Elionai, and Hezekiah, and Ari Azrakam, three, and the sons of Elioniah were Hodiah, and Elishib, and Peliah, and Akub, and Johanan, and Deliah, and Anani, seven. Okay. I'm going to finish there with chapter three of the first book of the Chronicles. And I'm not sure how well I pronounced those names. I, I did the best I could. <laughs> they are rather difficult. So I just try and be consistent in saying the name the same way. It doesn't always work. But um, before we go, I do want to play another song for our friend Wes, who again is having surgery today. And I was texting him. I'm telling him that uh, I'm not with you yet. You know, Mick had brain surgery 19 years ago. For those of you that don't know, when I was seven months pregnant with Connor, about that. And they told me at the time, and this was kind of the end of, well, he had a series of surgery, surgeries and well, first he had an embolization and then a series of angiograms and then uh, finally a craniotomy where they removed a part of his corpus callosum, the part of your brain that connects the two halves. And they told me when he went under the knife that there was a 50-50 shot of him making it off the table. And if he made it off the table, he would essentially be an, inf an infant, an invalid. He probably, he wouldn't remember me. He wouldn't be able to walk. He probably wouldn't be able to talk. And that he would be in that state for up to five years before he died. But there was an 85% chance that he'd be dead in five years. And I asked them, where are you getting these numbers? And they said, well, we've only been doing the surgery for five years and everybody that we've done it to is dead. I said, well, then where's the 15% come from? They said, hope prayer, and willpower. So Wes, you've got plenty of prayers. Called the prayer warriors out last night. And over and over and over again. And hope. We all have hope. But the willpower is on you. You have to want to live. You have to believe that you are going to live. You cannot have a doubt in your mind. You have to believe that you are going to get through this just as much as you believe in God. Your rock of willpower has to be as strong as your rock of faith. Only you can survive this. It's about how much you want it. And don't get me wrong, it's not going to be easy. 
you survive this surgery, you're going to have months of rehabilitation. You're not going to be able to do things that came naturally to you or that now come naturally to you, but you will get it back because this is the biggest hurdle. You have to have the willpower to get through this. The will to live. The strength of mind. And I know you do. And once you get through this, everything else is gravy. So Wes, this is a song that you sent me. And now I'm going to play it for you. So. so far from nowhere i got no reception i have no bars i have no instagram i have no words with friends <laughs> and no bars uh, we're already very late let's get out of here all right let's get out of here i believe i believe i believe i believe no matter what you do i believe i believe i believe i believe it will all come back to you Sit down and wait for your turn Follow your vision blindly You just become the vision of someone Remove the shackles right now You never really fit into them at all I Keep running with that metal on your feet Until you fall Everything that you say Becomes the things that you do I believe, I believe, I believe it will all come back to you. Oh. 
turn your speakers down and listen to the silence down below. That's the messenger, and that's the only one we really know. Turn my music down, yeah, cause it's your turn now, yo. When it's your turn now, when it's your turn right Remember all that you say, it becomes all that you do. Everything that you put out there is built in you up. All it's making you down to Show to go through. I don't know, man. We're thinking about staying here for a while. Sure, that. Okay. Ain't y'all got any food? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get to the end there. I wasn't able to see there. No, no, no. Stop. Killing me. I hate it when they put these on top of that because you only have this for a second. There. Go placidly amid the noise and haste and remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. So. God, we ask that you please keep us all safe and warm in the shadow of your wing until you return and watch over our good friend Wes lucid as he battles this most important battle for life give him the strength and grace and courage and will to live Make his doctor's hands sure and steady. Keep them safe. So, thank you, God. Lyanna's coming up next for your all-day anger. Memes, music, content. A Justin show. We will play the whole thing today. I had to dip out early yesterday because I uh, 
recorded on the Truth and Shadows podcast, which is pretty new. Go check that out. It's pretty cool. And uh, I have no idea when that'll be out, but probably pretty soon. But all day with Liana from right now, as soon as I get off here until about four o'clock. Mick and I will be back tonight, 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the regular show. So come check us out there. Until then, may God keep us all safe and warm until he returns for us. So see you on the flip side. Have a great day, y'all. Good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday. How are we doing this morning? It's cold out there, man. It's 28 when we woke up. And I know a lot of y'all are dealing with like negative 28 where you are. 28 is really fucking cold for us. <laughs> you know, it's normally like 50 this time of year. Normally we get our cold snap in February. We'll have like a week in February, usually the week before or the week after Valentine's Day where we'll get our, like, it'll be cold. February is usually our coldest month. This is not for us. This is this is not how we play games. Like, there's a reason that we moved south, and this is not it. But I know everyone's dealing with it, so be okay. We all uh, slept in this morning. Shouldn't have. Not like it was a sleeping in day. No, no, it's a school day and a work day. But um, Mick uh, usually Mick sets the alarm. And then I double check it. And last night, Mick didn't set the alarm and I didn't double check it. And he woke up at seven o'clock this morning and said, oh no, because normally we get up at six and I get the teenager up because he's out the door driving himself to school by 6.45. And at like 6.30, I get the little one up because he's out the door going to the bus stop at 7.10. No, that didn't happen this morning. Seven o'clock, I'm racing around trying to get the kids up. Uh, yeah. So at 7.30, which Connor's supposed to be in his first class at 7.25, at 7.33, he's calling me from the driveway going, do I have to go to school? Because I can't even touch my steering wheel. My It's so cold. My hands are going to freeze. <laughs> I was like, we're already late. Wait five more minutes for your car to warm up and then go to school. You got to go. Sorry, dude. You got to go. Can't. None of us are taking the day off. Mick went into work an hour late. I drove the kid to the bus stop, the little one. Without him taking a shower, he'll be fine. He doesn't sound that bad. Whew, yeah. PN says it's negative two, negative seven with a wind chill. Slopsky said, we have a great wave. It's 12 today instead of negative six. Yeah, we always feel rushed. I hate waking up late. And I woke, the crazy thing is too, is I woke up at 5.45 to go to the bathroom. And I, I was like, oh, I got 15 more minutes before the alarm goes off. And I laid my head back down. That was it. An hour and 15 minutes later, Mick woke me up. <laughs> Oops. I didn't even get to make lunches for the kids. I was like, y'all have emergency cash on your school funds. Just eat school lunch. And of course, the teenager's like, I can't eat school lunch. I'll get food poisoning and I'll be sick for a week. I was like, then don't eat. But I don't have time to make you lunch. So off you go to school. Bye-bye. One of those days. But anyway, I was waiting for... Uh, I know I'm kind of just babbling right now, but I'm waiting for a couple more people to get in here. No, I think uh, most everyone's in for now to share excellent news with you guys. The best news. 
our friend Lucid Wes, not Lucid Leopard, Lucid 517, um, who went in for brain surgery yesterday. We've been praying for him for days. And last night during the Patriot Party podcast, all of a sudden now I keep my phone on Do Not Disturb during the shows. All of a sudden my phone started buzzing. Mick and I both look over at it and it's Wes FaceTiming us. And of course we answered. And it wasn't just Wes's wife. It was Wes himself. Big old bandage on his head. Alive and talking right after brain surgery. So he made it through. That's the hardest part. He's in the gravy now. So that's so awesome. I know a lot of people were uh, praying for him and we really appreciate that. So, yeah. Exactly. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) We give all the glory to God for that. All our prayers were heard. You know, I feel like I know a lot of people grew up with divorced parents, right? Your family split up. Um, I'm glad you guys could actually hear him on the phone because my phone is so low. So I'm glad you could hear him. Anyway, I know a lot of people grew up in uh, families that have split up. And I did. My parents got divorced pretty early. And it always, it seemed like the parent that wasn't there, the one that, you know, moved out or whatever, was always trying to make up for being gone. Like anything you wanted, you just had to ask, right? In a lot of situations, not all, obviously, but in a lot of situations. And usually the dad, because usually it's the dad that moves out. Again, not in all situations, but usually. The father leaves and when the kids go to visit, when they deign to go see him and they ask him for something, he is just more than willing to give it. Anything he can do to make up for being gone for so long. I kind of feel like that's the situation we're all in right now. With God. Hello, Annie. Come in like gangbusters to yawn at me and then go lay on her bed in the studio. But I find, I kind of feel like that's the situation we're in with God. He left a long time ago. He left us to our own devices. Excuse you. Go lay down or get out. Go lay down or get out. She's so cute. I wish you could see her. Thank you. Out she goes. But uh, I feel like now, these days, 
not only are we hearing from God again, but God is hearing us again. And in those situations where we really mean it, where we really need something, and we ask God, our prayers are granted. Maybe he's trying to make up for being gone. Don't take advantage of it. I'm just saying. If you're ever going to ask God for something, now's probably the time. Because he is coming back for us soon. And one way for him to know that you're listening to him is to talk to him. To ask him. Liana, she's not shown any more signs of being knocked up than she was before. I don't know. Maybe she just settled into her final weight. We'll see. No, I've not used a scope on her belly. I'm just waiting for her to pop or not. I figure by the end of the month. Well, no. Either she'll have babies or she won't, right? She'll probably have them on the bed in the studio if she has them, but oh well. But the way for God to know that we're listening is to talk to him. It's a two-way street. Talk to him all day long. That's why I don't say amen at the end of my prayers because I continue to talk to him all day long. I'm sure he gets annoyed with me. I can ask the same question a thousand times in a second in my head. It's really annoying, apparently. But keep talking. So, talking is praying when you're talking to God. There's no difference. Anyway, let's continue on in the series of uh, Brother Matt's messages. And this one is from November 6th. Well, hey, brothers and sisters, Brother Matt back with you again. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and share the message that the Lord gave me for November 6th, 2023, um, which he gave me early in the morning. Um, if you're new to my channel, what I do here is uh, the Lord has been giving me messages since um, it started about two years ago, almost or a year and a half ago. And um, between Easter and Pentecost, the Lord um, gave me a message really every night. And so I posted all of those messages already on the channel, about 50 messages all in all. And uh, since then, the Lord continues to speak and continues to give me things to share. And so I've been faithful to, um, I've been trying to be faithful just to share the things that he's given me. He's told me to declare it, um, that it is a testimony uh, and an encouragement, hopefully to some. And a challenge to others. And so uh, so that's what I do. I just read the message that the Lord gave me to share uh, the way that he gave me to share it. Sometimes, um, in addition to these messages, there are 
kind of some vision components. And um, in the beginning, when these things came, I, I didn't think as much about the vision pieces, but increasingly that sort of become a, a component. Um, so, uh, so today's message actually started with a vision. And then um, after that, the Lord began to speak. And so I will share uh, everything that he gave me through the vision and, and the words that the Lord gave as well. And um, I, I try not to interpret this stuff too much, but just to give it as it was given and trust that the Holy Spirit will give you wisdom in how to interpret and how to understand these things. Um, certainly, I think I have a sense of what these things mean and, um, you know, at least what they mean to me. Uh, but I, I think it's the Holy Spirit's role to, you know, help us to, to have wisdom about these things. And so, um, so I pray that he'll do that for you. Um, if you're not subscribed, please subscribe so that you can get uh, additional videos when I post them. And please, if you have prayer requests that you would like me uh, and like others to pray for, put them in the comments. We have a good sort of thing in this little community of praying for each other and, and putting our prayer requests in the comments. So we do welcome that and encourage that. I do pray uh, for all the prayer requests that I see in the comments. And um, from time to time, as there are questions that seem relevant, questions that I feel like I can answer, uh, then I try to respond to questions uh, when when necessary. So uh, having said all of those things, I'm grateful as always for all of you and pray the Lord's blessing over you and pray the Lord's leading and direction through his Holy Spirit in your life. Uh, so let's look now at the message for November 6th, 2023. Uh, it began with a vision. And this is uh, what the vision was. Uh, I saw a room, like an auditorium of an old church um, with wooden pews. And um, this room had a very low ceiling. Um, and it was almost like, I guess in my mind, like an old Baptist church. Um, and it was filled with people. But, the, but because the ceiling was low, it felt very, very crowded. And I guess I was kind of looking down the aisle towards the front. And at the front, there was um, like the stage or the front area, and there was a performance going on there. Um, and at the stage, there were these figures, and they were dressed in white, um, like in white robes. And they had white veils over their faces. And they were strangely tall, very tall figures, but but also kind of disfigured, um, sort of distorted looking figures. Um, and they, uh, these, these garments that they were wearing almost looked like, like priestly garments or something, or, um, or maybe wedding garments, I guess. But they had these veils over their faces and they had um, crowns on their heads different types of crowns or, or like ornate hat looking things. And then, um, and then I, I, I didn't count the number of them, but in my mind, I heard the word seven. And so I said seven. Uh, and again, white robes and veils over their faces, but the veil uh, almost was like in the center in the face area was like an, almost like an oval. And it was, mesh and you could sort of see behind it um, but it was just darkness the faces were were really dark um, 
And then, um, and then I said to my wife, I was describing all of this to her as I was seeing it, that they are monsters under the veils, um, demons. Uh, but it was in a church or something like a church. And, uh, and there were people sitting there watching this service, this performance of these, these seven demonic creatures. Um, and so they would speak and I could see their mouths and their lips were black and their teeth were rotten and their skin was kind of like, uh, you know, like what I imagine the skin of a corpse to be kind of, kind of just rotten and pale and, and, um, you know, waxy. Uh, and I said, they are foul, unclean. And then the Lord said, they are deceiving spirits. And um, so they were crowned with different crowns. And then I said to my wife, uh, because I'm describing all of these things to her as I'm seeing them. I said, because they are powers, and that's what the crowns may be represented, or they represent powers. I said, they are like foul brides, false counterfeits. And then the Lord said, they are seven deceiving spirits. And then there were these words that came um, and I guess I, I, I don't know if these words are meant to represent the names of the seven because there weren't seven words given. Um, there were different words given at different times or if it was just descriptive of the nature of these seven things. But these are the words. And, and this is how the Lord proceeded from here because this is when the Lord started to really kind of speak these things. Rumor, lies, deceit, fornication, shame. They have poisoned lips, and with poisoned lips they speak. They pollute what is pure. They corrupt my people, my church. They are within. They are fed in the dark, but the light will come in. They cannot stand against the light. Then, in the vision, the room changed. And it changed from this low ceilinged room into something like a cathedral with a big arched ceiling. And there were these enormous windows on, I guess they were on either side, but particularly on the right side, there were these huge windows. And from out of the windows, streams of light came in. And those streams of light shined on these seven figures in white. And as soon as the light hit them, they began to smoke and to and to burn like they were being burned up in the light. And then the Lord continued um, to speak. And this is what the Lord said. Uh, they flee from the light. I will bring to light the things hidden in the darkness where men try to hide. They will not hide from me. For my eye sees all. There is no thing hidden from me. There is nothing that will remain covered. You will be laid bare, O oh man. I will uncover your nakedness, that you will be revealed. The darkness cannot hide from me, but those who are in the light do not fear my gaze.
I will utterly consume their works. I will devour the devourer. I will destroy his works utterly. I will establish my people on my rock. They will not be shaken, for their foundation is sure. They will stand with full assurance on the day. I, the Lord, will reveal with my sword. I will rend meat from bone. All will be exposed. The deeds done in the darkness shall not stand the light of my coming. Seven foul brides. And this is, uh, this is, you know, in, in, in kind of the vision and the explanation of the vision, I guess, in my mind, seven foul brides, a mockery of my virgins, a mockery of the seven spirits of God. Despair, fear, torment, rumors, lies, deceit, shame. Um, these are all kind of the, the words that were in my mind. Then the Lord continued, and this is what the Lord said. You will declare only what I have given to you. Be faithful to declare it. Um, and that was the end of what the Lord spoke to me. And then uh, I just saw a little bit more that night. And what I saw was um, I saw my daughter and my mom together. And they were in a house. And what was interesting was my daughter was older. She was an adult. And my mom was younger um, like in her prime, like they were both in their prime and they were together and they were talking and they were in like a kitchen and they were cooking. And so, you know, I don't really know kind of what that is supposed to represent. In my mind, I think I just kind of felt like it was almost a picture of their themselves and their glorified bodies maybe. And, um, then I saw, uh, this dear friend of mine, uh, an older woman, my, my, uh, my, this is my friend's mother, actually. And she was in this fancy robe, sort of in contrast to the robes that these seven spirits, these evil spirits were, were wearing. But I saw her in this, in this beautiful white robe, huge and ornate, and she's smiling and she was young, um, you know, like again, in her prime, full of joy. And she was with all of these other people that were dressed in similar robes and they were dancing and they were almost like in a, uh, like a line dance or in some sort of like a traditional dance of some kind, but they were in this big hall and they were dancing and they were joyful. And um, it was like this big celebration, like this celebration procession and, and seeing her, I thought was really significant. Um, you know, I know she's been long involved in ministry and it was almost like she was part of a special group, a special order that was together as a part of this procession. So that was another component. And then finally, um, the last thing that I saw was a fortress cut into the rock, um, almost like a cave dwelling. And there was like an amphitheater type of thing in the cave. And there were all these people gathered there and there were caverns and trails going off. I mean, it was almost like an underground city basically with sort of alleyways and pathways, but everything made of stone. And there was a large group of people gathered there. Um, 
so anyway, I don't know. So really kind of, I think about it now, it's like there were really kind of three pictures of these three places and, and I guess performances in each of the places in the, in the stone fortress and in sort of the heavenly space. And then in this corrupted church, um, Anyway, I know I'm rambling. I'm sorry. And I'm sure you're probably going to turn the video off by now. Uh, but that is what the Lord gave me. And so uh, I'm trying to be faithful to share it. Um, polished or unpolished, however it comes out. Um, I'm just trying to give you what the Lord has given me. And I pray that he will do whatever he intends to do. Um, labor while it is day, because the night is coming. Brothers and sisters, be blessed, and uh, I'll be back with you when I have something else to share. Take Thank you, Brother Matt. That message is always the, I think that's the most disturbing of them for me. And only because when I asked Gabriel about the seven, he got mad. He said, how do you know about them? You shouldn't know about them. Anyway. I do have something else to share with y'all. Uriel sent me a message yesterday. Yesterday afternoon. The heavens have been at war with each strike of God's powerful hand, the unfaithful and corruptive heart are cast down to earth to be burned with fire. These evil creatures and even angels amongst them will use their last breath to break God's loving heart by consuming his beloved servants and his chosen. The fallen angels have given refuge to the evil ones in hopes that almighty God will consume the entire planet while seeking to destroy them. We cannot fail in our mission. Spread the word of God and be faithful to your love for him. Do not let the corrupted evil ones turn you aside to chase your pride and defense. Remain steadfast in your commitment. Put on your armor of Lord God and face them with overwhelming confidence in your rock of faith. Look to the skies each and every position of the hand on a watchtower. Prepare your soul, ready your spirit. Do not fear the enemy, for their only existence is to test your faith. We pray for all of you. Go with strength and in faith. So, yes, I know you hear the roosters crowing. They never shut up. Seriously. I'm sure the neighbors hate us by now, all of them. It's all good. So, who am I? I'm a child of God. What am I? I'm a leader in God's army. I'm a mother, a counselor, a friend. Where am I? I am firmly on my rock of faith unwavering on my path wherever God leads me. How am I? I am blessed by God. 
Why am I? Because because God wills it. So let's pray because it's already late. Dear God, thank you for giving us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to prepare for your return. Labor during the day as he will return at night, like a thief in the night. We thank you for our friend Wes. We thank you for answering our prayers. And we pray that you continue to keep him safe and help him heal quickly. As you obviously have another purpose for him and he needs to be strong to fulfill it. We ask you to do the same for all of us. Keep us safe and warm and heal those that are sick or injured as we have a purpose. Whatever you choose. God, we thank you for our animals who show us what it is to live for you alone. Teach us about unconditional love. We thank you for our children whose innocence and curiosity shows us every day what we're fighting for. God, I thank you for my husband, my rock. Most of all, God, we thank you for life. In this beautiful place you've made for us. I hope you soften the hearts of those that we would like to join us in the next beautiful place you make for us. So thank you, God, for life every single day. Thank you for life. So. I don't mind that we're going a little late because we're not going to read quite as much of the book of Chronicles every day as we have the other ones because it's really hard. <laughs> a lot of names. And bear with me because I'm doing the best I can. So we are in chapter four of the first book of Chronicles. Here we go. The sons of Judah, Perez, Hezron, and Carmi, and Hur, and Shobal. And Reiah, the son of Shobal, begat Jahath, and Jahath begat Aumai and Lahad. These are the families of the Zorathites, and these were of the father of Etam, Jezreel, and Ishma, and Idbash, and the name of their sister was Hazel Elponi, and Penuel, the father of Gedor, and Ezer, the father of Husha. These are the sons of her 
the firstborn of Ephratah, the father of Bethlehem. And Asher, the father of Tekoa, had two wives, Helah and Nara. And Nara bare him Ahuzam and Hefer and Tamini and Hahashtari. These were the sons of Nara. And the sons of Helah were Zareth and Jezoar and Ethnan. And Kaz begat Anub and Zobabah and the families of Arahel, the son of Harum. And Jabaz was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name Jabaz, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. And Jabaz called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. And Chalub, the brother of Shua, begat Meher, which was the father of Eshton. And Eshton begat Beth Rapha, and Paseah, and Tina, the father of Ir Nahash. These are the men of Rekha. And the sons of Kenaz, Othniel, and Sariah, and the sons of Othniel, Hathoth. And Meonathai begat Oprah, and Sariah begat Joab, the father of the valley of Cherishim, for they were craftsmen. And the sons of Caleb, the son of Jephunah, Eru, Elah, and Naam, and the sons of Elah, even Kenaz, and the sons of Jehalahil, Ziph, and Ziphah, Tiriah, and Azareel. And the sons of Ezra were Jether, and Mered, and Ephor, and Jalon. And she bare Miriam, and Shammai, and Ishba, the father of Eshtmoa. And his wife, Jehudijah, bare Jared, the father of Gedor, and Heber, the father of Soko, and Jekuthiel, the father of Zenoah. And these are the sons of Bithiah, the daughter of Pharaoh, which Mered took. And the sons of his wife, Hodiah, the sister of Naham, the father of Keliah the Garmite, and Eshtimoah, the Machathite. And the sons of Shimon were Amnon and Rina, Ben-Hanan and Telon. And the sons of Ishi were Zoheth and Ben-Zoheth. And the sons of Shelah, the son of Judah, were Er, the father of Leka, and Lada, the father of Merishah. And the families of the house of them that wrought fine linen, and of the house of Eshbeah, and Jochim, and the men of Choziba, and Joash, and Seraph, who had dominion in Moab, and Jeshubilahem, these are ancient things. These were the potters, and those that dwelt among plants and hedges. There they dwelt with the king for his work. The sons of Simeon were Nemuel and Jamin, Jerib, Zerah, and Shul, Shalom his son, Mibsam his son, Mishma his son, and the sons of Mishma, Hamuel his son, Zakor his son, Shimei his son, and Shimei had sixteen sons and six daughters, but his brethren had not many children, neither did all their family multiply like to the children of Judah. And they dwelt at Beersheba and Moladah and Hazor Shual, 
and at Bilhah, and at Ezem, and at Tolad, and at Bethuel, and at Hormah, and at Ziklag, and at Beth Markaboth, and at Hazar Susim, and at Beth Bire, and at Sharim. These were their cities unto the reign of David. And their villages were Etam, and Ayan, Rimon, and Token, and Ashan, five cities, and all their villagers that were round about the same cities unto Baal. These were their habitations and their genealogy. And Meshabab, and Jamlech, and Johash, the son of Amaziah, and Joel, and Jehu, the son of Josibiah, the son of Sariah, the son of Asiel, and Eli and I, and Jacobah, and Jeshohiah, and Aziah, and Adiel, and Jesimiel, and Beniah, and Ziza, the son of Siphi, the son of Alon, the son of Jediah, the son of Shimri, the son of Shemaiah. These mentioned by their names were princes in their families, and the house of their fathers increased greatly. And they went to the entrance of Gedor, even unto the east side of the valley, to seek pasture for their flocks. And they found fat pasture and good, and the land was wide and quiet and peaceable. For they of Ham had dwelt there of old. And these written by name came in the days of Hezekiah, king of Judah, and smote their tents and the habitations that were found there, and destroyed them utterly unto this day, and dwelt in their rooms, because there was pasture there for their flocks. And some of them, even the sons of Simeon, five hundred men, went to Mount Seir, having for their captains Peltiah, and Neriah, and Rephiah, and Uziel, the sons of Ishi. And they smote the rest of the Amalekites that were escaped and dwelt there unto this day. Chapter 5. Now the sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, for he was the firstborn, but for as much as he defiled his father's bed, his birthright was given unto the sons of Joseph, the son of Israel. And the genealogy is not to be reckoned after the birthright. For Judah prevailed above his brethren, and of him came the chief ruler, but the birthright was Joseph's. The sons, I say, of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, were Hanak and Palu, Hezron and Carmi, the sons of Joel, Shemaiah his son, Gog his son, Shimei his son, Micah his son, Reiah his son, Baal his son, Bera his son, whom Tigath Pelsner, king of Assyria, carried away captive. He was prince of the Reubenites, and his brethren by their families, when the genealogy of their generations was reckoned, were the chief, Gel, and Zechariah, and Bela, the son of Azaz, the son of Shema, the son of Joel, who dwelt in Eror, even unto Nebo and Bel-Maon. And eastward he inhabited unto the entering in of the wilderness from the river Euphrates, because their cattle were multiplied in the land of Gilead. And in the days of Saul they made war with the Hagarites, who fell by their hand, and they dwelt in their tents throughout all the east land of Gilead. And the children of Gad dwelt over against them in the land of Bashan unto Salka, Joel the chief, and Shaphan the next, and Janai, and Shaphat and Bashan. And their brethren of the house of their fathers were Michael, and Meshulam, and Sheba, and Jorai, and Jakan, and Zia, and Heber, seven. 
These are the children of Abihail, the son of Hori, the son of Jorah, the son of Gilead, the son of Michael, the son of Jeshiah, the son of Jado, the son of Booz, Ahi, the son of Abdiel, the son of Guni, chief of the house of their fathers. And they dwelt in Gilead and Bashan and in her towns and in all the suburbs of Sharon upon their borders. All these were reckoned by genealogies in the days of Jotham, king of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, king of Israel, the sons of Reuben and the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh, of valiant men, men able to bear buckler and sword and to shoot with bow and skillful in war, were four and forty thousand seven hundred and three score that went out to the war. And they made war with the Hagarites, with Jeter and Nephesh and Nodab. And they were helped against them, and the Hagarites were delivered into their hand, and all that were with them. For they cried to God in the battle, and he was entreated of them, because they put their trust in him. And they took away their cattle, of their camels fifty thousand, and of sheep two hundred and fifty thousand, and of asses two thousand, and of men an hundred thousand. For there fell down many slain, because the war was of God. And they dwelt in their steads until the captivity. And the children of the half-tribe of Manasseh dwelt in the land. They increased from Bashan unto Baal Hermon and Sinir and unto Mount Hermon. And these were the heads of the house of their fathers, even Ephor and Ishi and Eliel and Azrael and Jeremiah and Hodaviah and Jadiel, mighty men of valor, famous men, the heads of the house of their fathers. And they transgressed against their God of their fathers and went to whoring after the gods of the people of the land whom God destroyed before them. And the God of Israel stirred up the spirit of Pul, king of Assyria, and the spirit of Tilgath, Pilsner, king of Assyria. And he carried them away, even the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh, and brought them onto Hala and Habor and Hera and onto the river Gozan unto this day. Chapter 6. The sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari, the sons of Kohath, Amram, Izhar, and Hebron, and Uziel, and the children of Amram, Aaron, and Moses, and Miriam, the sons also of Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. Eleazar begat Phinehas, Phinehas begat Abishua. Abishua begat Buki, and Buki begat Uzi, and Uzi begat Zariah, and Zariah begat Meriath, Meroth begat Amariah, and Amariah begat Itub, and Itub begat Zadok, and Zadok begat Amaz, and Amaz begat Azariah, and Azariah begat Johanan, and Johanan begat Azariah, he that is executed, the prince the priest's office in the temple that Solomon built in Jerusalem. And Azariah begat Amariah, and Amariah begat Atub, and Atub begat Zadok, and Zadok begat Shalom, and Shalom begat Hilkiah, and Hilkiah begat Azariah, and Azariah begat Sariah, and Sariah begat Jehozadak, and Jehozadak went into captivity when the Lord carried away Judah and Jerusalem by the hand of Nebuchadnezzar. The sons of Levi... Gershom, Kohath, and Merari. And these be the names of the son of Gershom, Libni and Shimi, 
And the sons of Kohath were Amram and Izar and Hebron and Uziel, the sons of Merari, Mali and Mushi. And these are the families of the Levites, according to their fathers. Of Gershom, Libni, his son, Jahath, his son, Zema, his son, Joha, his son, Ido, his son, Zerah, his son, Jeterai, his son, the sons of Kohath. Aminadab, his son, Korah, his son, Asir, his son, Elkanah, his son, and Abasaph, his son, and Asir, his son, Tahath, his son, Uriel, his son, Uzziah, his son, and Shaul, his son, and the sons of Elkanah, Amasi, and Amoth. And as for Elkanah, the sons of Elkanah, Zophai, his son, and Nahath, his son, Eliab, his son, Jeroham, his son, Elkanah, his son, and the sons of Samuel, the firstborn Vashni, and the and Abiah, the sons of Merari, Mali, Libni his son, Shimi his son, Uzzah his son, Shimiah his son, Haggaiah his son, Aziah his son. And these are they whom David set over the service of song in the house of the Lord, after that the ark had rest. And they ministered before the dwelling place of the tabernacle of the congregation with the singing, until Solomon had built the house of the Lord in Jerusalem. And then they waited on their office according to their order. And these are they that waited with their children, of the sons of the Kohathites, Heman, a singer, the son of Joel, the son of Shemuel, the son of Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Eliel, the son of Toa, the son of Zuf, the son of Elkanah, the son of Mahath, the son of Amasi, the son of Elkanah, the son of Joel, the son of Azariah, the son of Zephniah, the son of Tahath, the son of Asir, the son of Abasaph, the son of Korah, the son of Izhar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, the son of Israel, and his brother Asaph, who stood on his right hand, even Asaph, the son of Barakah, the son of Shimea, the son of Michael, the son of Bahiah, the son of Malachi, the son of Ethni, the son of Zerah, the son of Adiah, the son of Ethan, the son of Zima, the son of Shimi, the son of Jehath, the son of Gershom, the son of Levi. And their brethren were the sons of Merari, stood on the left hand, Ethan, the son of Kishi, the son of Abdi, the son of Maluk, the son of Hashbiah, the son of Amaziah, the son of Hilkiah, the son of Amzi, the son of Bani, the son of Shamer, the son of Mali, the son of Mushi, the son of Merari, the son of Levi. Their brethren also, the Levites, were appointed unto all manner of service of the tabernacle of the house of God. But Aaron and his sons offered upon the altar of the burnt offering and on the altar of incense and were appointed for all the work of the place most holy and to make an atonement for Israel according to all that Moses, the servant of God, had commanded. And these are the sons of Aaron, Eleazar his son, Phinehas his son, Abushua his son, Buki his son, Uzi his son, Zariah his son, Moriah his son, Amariah his son, Aitab his son, Zadok his son, Ahimaaz his son. Now these are their dwelling places throughout their castles and the coasts of the sons of Aaron, of the families of the Kothites, for theirs was the lot. And they gave them Hebron in the land of Judah and the suburbs thereof round about it. But the fields of the city and the villages thereof they gave to Caleb, the son of Jephnuah. 
And to the sons of Aaron, they gave the cities of Judah, namely Hebron, the city of refuge, and Libna with her suburbs, and Jatir and Eshtemoa with their suburbs, and Hillen with her suburbs, Debir with her suburbs, and Ashan with her suburbs, Beth Shemesh with her suburbs. And out of the tribe of Benjamin, Geba with her suburbs, and Almeth with her suburbs, and Anathoth with her suburbs. All their cities throughout their families were 13 cities. And unto the sons of Kohath, which were left of the family of that tribe, were cities given out of the half-tribe, namely, out of the half-tribe of Manasseh, by lot, 10 cities. And to the sons of Gershom throughout their families, out of the tribe of Iskar, and out of the tribe of Asher, and out of the tribe of Naphtali, and out of the tribe of Manasseh and Bashan, 13 cities. Unto the sons of Merai, Merari were given by lot throughout their families, out of the tribe of Reuben, and out of the tribe of Gad, and out of the tribe of Zebulon, 12 cities. And the children of Israel gave to the Levites these cities with their suburbs, and they gave by lot out of the tribe of the children of Judah, and out of the tribe of the children of Simeon, and out of the tribe of the children of Benjamin, these cities, which are called by their names. And the residue of the families of the sons of Kohath had cities of their coasts out of the tribe of Ephraim. And they gave unto them of the cities of refuge, Shechem in Mount Ephraim with her suburbs. They gave also Gezer with her suburbs, and Jokmim with her suburbs, and Beth Haran with her suburbs, and Ajalon with her suburbs, and Gath Rimon with her suburbs, and out of the half tribe of Manasseh, Anner with her suburbs, and Biliam with her suburbs, for the family of the remnant of the sons of Kohath. Unto the sons of Gershom were given out of the family of the half tribe of Manasseh, Golan and Bashan with her suburbs, and Ashtaroth with her suburbs. And out of the tribe of Iskar, Kadesh with her suburbs, Dabaroth with her suburbs, and Ramoth with her suburbs, and Anam with her suburbs. And out of the tribe of Asher, Mashal with her suburbs, and Abdon with her suburbs, and Hukok with her suburbs, and Rehob with her suburbs. And out of the tribes of Naphtali, Kadesh and Galilee with her suburbs, and Heman with her suburbs, and Kirjathiam with her suburbs. Unto the rest of the children of Merari were given out of the tribe of Zebulon, Ramon with her suburbs, Tabor with her suburbs, and on the other side Jordan by Jericho, on the east of, side of Jordan, were given them out of the tribe of Reuben, Bezer in the wilderness with his, her suburbs, and Jahaz with her suburbs, Kadamoth also with her suburbs, and Methoth with her suburbs, and out of the tribe of Gad, Ramoth and Gilead with her suburbs, and Manaheim with her suburbs, and Kashbon with her suburbs, and Jazer with her suburbs. All right. That's a lot. So, hmm. going to finish up there. That is the end of chapter six. So, we'll pick up with chapter seven tomorrow. So, until then. Don't forget, Liana's coming up next, both on her channels, The Liana Wilbert Show, um, on Rumble and Pilled.net, and then right here as well, as soon as our uh, outro song is done. It takes me about five minutes to set up the show, and then we'll start broadcasting her show throughout the day for your all-day everything, content, anger, movies, music, memes, whatever. 
Mick and I will be back tonight, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the regular show for the Patriot Party podcast. So come check us out there. And then I'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. sharp for the good book, provided we have power, which we should. So until then, I pray that God keeps you all safe and warm in the shadow of his wing until he returns for us, which will be soon. So thanks for watching, y'all. Have a beautiful, blessed day, and I'll see you on the flip side. Chill, don't medicate, just meditate. You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late. Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate, accelerate. Find your inner hunger like you never ate. Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate. Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming. Cue for heaven's sake. Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate. The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate. My fighters ain't no featherweight. Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate. They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force. Forcing us to sit and wait Till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate Marching on these streets of blood Till I see the golden gates Troubadour and troubled souls One of God's servants Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpent oh, one day I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on because of you Just digested, suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. Deflected by some breaking news, oh, we just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Credit in the testament, these children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Refuse to be directed, lying, not a sheep. Only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh, Silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street. I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek. Uh, drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic. People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious. Praying for assistance to overcome our position, or I'm gonna start resisting and then I pray for forgiveness. Oh, one day I hope you see the truth. This puppet show stays on because of you.
This puppet show stays on because of you. Fools.